0: The Inside Travel Talk podcast and radio show contains travel deals, promotions, and offers that may be time-sensitive. All offers and information were accurate when the show aired. Travel deals and offers change constantly and are capacity-controlled and subject to change without notice.
1: Explore your world. It's the Inside Travel Talk podcast and radio show. Call or text the show now 801-649-3700. 801-649-3700 and check out the podcast at insidetraveltalk.com. And now, here are your hosts, Patrick Wiscom and Mark Faldmo.
0: I know it's 9 days after Thanksgiving. This is the December 2nd, 2023 show. Mark, it's uh, days after Thanksgiving, and I'm still full. Me too. (laughs) And a little bit jet-lagged. That's a good point. You were in uh, Oahu. Three hours? I think you're three or four hours behind. I think it's three. Three three hours. Okay. And then I came back the next day and
2: went to Cancun. I just got back yesterday from Cancun. So you've gone
0: from three hours behind to about three hours ahead? two hours ahead is it too I, I think yeah you're still so, trying to figure out where you are i am well welcome back good to be home good to be back in the studio we'll keep you awake since you're dragging right now yeah coming up on this edition of the inside travel talk podcast and radio show it's not very often where i get to make a van halen reference we'll get to that story here in just a second Okay, I think you know where I'm going with that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we're also going to talk about the Royal Caribbean details, their entertainment lineup, and a new trend, well, a newish trend for cruises where they open up their bookings early. We talked about that during last week's show. Royal Caribbean's doing the same thing. They are. Those are just a couple of the stories that we'll get to during this episode. But before we get there, we always have to start with the travel news of the week or some news item. In this case, it's travel related. I think Lyft was listening to the show last week. Lyft has promised a quote, a ride will be there when you need it or will make it right. The company is offering credit to riders for late airport pickups. This is the very thing that we were talking about last week. I never take Uber or Lyft from
2: airports because mm-hmm. there's always... 50 taxis in the taxi line and a 40-minute wait for
0: Uber or Lyft cars. The offer from Lyft, in effect now, runs through Sunday, January 7th, 2024. Here's what you will get if your driver is late. Number one, $20 in Lyft credit if your driver is more than 10 minutes late. $50 in Lyft credit if you are not matched with a driver 10 minutes after your scheduled pickup time. So they quite literally are putting their money where their promise is. They are.
2: This is a good thing. We'll see how that goes. And it's unfortunate that it only goes through January 7th, but maybe that'll go longer and build some loyalty with Lyft riders.
0: You were just in Oahu. The airport was incredibly busy based on what you were telling me. It was. And according to several news stories, Not only were they anticipating a massive amount of people traveling by air this year, turns out that was absolutely the case. Yeah, record numbers. Yep. Pre-pandemic numbers. Let's get to the hot travel deals of the week. So we always do this at the very, very top of the show. You can always depend on segment one of this show to be the hot travel deal of the week. Basically, We'll find something that is just such an incredible value that will allow you to book it and go travel. Here's my Van Halen reference. Okay. Panama, Panama-ha, <laughs> <laughs> the Panama Canal on Norwegian. So NCL sailing April 1st for 18 days is how much?
2: Balcony cabin on an 18-day Miami to Seattle cruise starts at fifteen fifty four per person plus taxes and
0: fees. That's less than a hundred dollars a day. That is. What is that? Is that about 80 it's bucks about 80 a day? 80 bucks a day. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. And then if
2: you want to do that same thing, now I wouldn't recommend it, but at the same thing in an inside cabin starts at 789 per person okay. plus taxes. So, so about, about half, for,
0: about $45 per person per day. If you just want a place to lay your head down, meaning you're going to be out of your room and all you want is a place, go inside. But if you're going quality of life, this is just Patrick's opinion. I think you'd probably agree with this. Balcony cabin is the way to go. Well, and especially on the Panama Canal when you're going through
2: the locks. Oh, of course. You know, and you go through the Gatun Cut. You don't want to be out on deck fighting everybody. You want to sit out on your balcony and watch that happen.
0: And those balconies are, they're ruby enough. Is that a good way to say it? Yeah. yeah, and they
2: have two chairs and a little table on them so you yeah. can sit out and enjoy the scenery as it goes by. There are several good Panama Canal cruises. We'll talk about a few more in a minute, but you know, back to this one, there's two different ways you can do the Panama Canal. One is kind of like a round-trip Florida cruise, round-trip Miami, round-trip Fort Lauderdale goes down, it goes in the Atlantic locks of the Panama Canal, turns around and goes back out. Now that one to experience the locks is pretty good, but I wouldn't consider that a full Panama Canal cruise. The portion of the canal that is much more beautiful is the, the Pacific locks. If you're going through the old locks, there are two sets of locks. And then you go under the America's Bridge and then go through the Gatun Cut to Gatun Lake and then go out the Atlantic side. Or do that in reverse if you're going the other direction. Right. And then the bigger ships, I'll go through the new locks. So if you're on a smaller ship that can go through the old locks, which this ship is, this is the Norwegian Sun. So it will go through the old locks and not the new locks.
0: Let's go over the price again. So it's sailing April 1st from where again? From Miami. To? To Seattle. Okay. It
2: it visits uh, Cartagena, Colombia, Cologne, Panama, Punta Reynas in Costa Rica, okay. uh, which is the port for Costa Rica, and then uh, San Juan del Sur, which is in uh, Nicaragua, I believe, and Puerto Quetzal in Guatemala. And then it goes to Zihuatanejo, a place that okay. we talked yeah, about we t- last week. It yeah. uh, goes to Manzanillo, uh, which is another fascinating port on the west coast of uh, Mexico, Cabo San Lucas, and then ends in Seattle. How many sea days are on that one? So that has two sea days at the first and
0: four sea days at the end of the cruise. Okay, so you take off from what, Cabo? Cabo San Lucas. Cabo San
2: Lucas. And and then
0: then one, two, three, four sea days, and then you you finish up in Seattle. Finish up in Seattle. So that was the 18-day cruise from Miami to Seattle. Let's talk about the 16-day cruise, and how much is that one? Yep, so there's kind of an interesting
2: thing on this. Uh, It's with Norwegian. And you can either go Miami and end in Los Angeles. You can go Miami and end in San Francisco. Or you can go Miami and end in Seattle. Oh, okay. So
0: basically choose your port. Choose, where where choose you want to end.
2: Where you want to end. And that's uh, 16 days, 18 days, or uh, 22 days. Oh, man. But it's the same ship. It's pretty interesting, though, because the price is the same. Now this is on a new ship, so it will go through the new locks in the Panama Canal. Inside start at 1059, balcony start at 2119 per person. Wow. So again, that's For- on a newer larger ship. Yeah. You know, I'd still prefer going on the smaller ship, personal preference, and going through the old locks myself.
0: How many locks are
2: there? Well, if you go through the old locks, there's three sets on each side. Okay. So in the Pacific locks, you go through a set of two locks to begin, and then you sail a few miles and go through one additional lock, and then you do three consecutive locks on the
0: Atlantic side. From start to finish, when you start the locks, about how long does the lock experience take? The full transit will take all day. Okay. So when
2: I did it, we started in the morning, like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., you know, it depends on your time slot. Mm-hmm. Some ships have started as early as 4 a.m. And I was going from, this will be interesting to people, I was going from south to north. The Panama Canal actually runs north and south, not east, east and west. west. Yeah. So if you look so, at a map, it actually yeah. does look like that. Yeah. So I was going from the Pacific to the Atlantic. That'll be an easier way to do it. Mm-hmm. And we started at about 6 a.m. going through. And by about, 9, 10 a.m., you're through the first set of three locks. About noon, you're through the Gatun Cut, which is kind of the main part of the Panama Canal. And then you go to Gatun Lake, and you have to sit there and wait for the traffic to open up to the other direction because the Panama Canal goes all one way and then for a certain part of the day, and then it reverses direction. Oh. So they have two... Sh- there's two locks locks and two ships go through at a time. And then the same thing. And everyone kind of waits in Gatun Lake until the direction of the canal is reversed. And then you start going out.
0: Oh, interesting. Is it worth just going to go see the Panama Canal just by itself? It's, you know, maybe a one and done. Well, for me, it's more
2: than one and done. I would do it a couple of times. It's so fascinating to me to see how that works. I mean, uh, just the engineering alone to do that. And you know, e- if you're not a cruise person, you can actually go to Panama, stay in Panama City, and there's a canal museum. They have a balcony where you can sit there all day and watch ships, no. container ships, cruise ships go through
0: the locks. Just because I'm a nerd like yep. that, I would do that. Yeah, it's a pretty fascinating experience. We'll take a break here. When we come back, we've got more hot travel deals of the week. We've got more travel-related news. This is regarding Delta. This is right up Mark's Alley. You'll be happy to hear this. And anyone who travels on Delta. And we're going to give you some AAA tips to prevent vehicle issues, because not everyone is going to fly. And then uh, we've also got the four trending places on planet Earth where you will want to travel that is next when the inside travel talk podcast and radio show continues my name is patrick Wiscombe. he's mark faldmo thank you so much for inviting us into your ears this week we will be right back
1: Taking you to destinations around the world. You're listening to the Inside Travel Talk Podcast and Radio Show. Call or text the show right now. 801 649 3700. 801 649 3700. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Back to the Inside Travel Talk podcast and radio show. Call or text the show right now. 801-649-3700. 801-649-3700. And check out the podcast at InsideTravelTalk.com. Here's Patrick Wiscom and Mark Faldmo.
0: Coming to you live from the Wiscom Faldmo radio studios, you know what's kind of funny is that uh, as we broadcast here in the studios, I'm actually looking east right now with Mark. <laughs> I can see my neighbor, Robin. <laughs> yeah. He's sitting out on his porch listening to us right now. We open the window because it get it does get a little bit warm in here. It does. <laughs> Hi, Robin. Coming up in this segment of the show, it's the Just Cruising segment. This is all about cruising. First segment, will always give you the hot travel deal of the week, regardless of the destination. This one is just all about cruising. And we're going to talk about the uh, Royal Caribbean detailing their entertainment lineup on the Icon of the Seas. Have you been on that ship? I've not. It's a new ship. Oh, is that the... It's the new ship. Oh, okay. Not out yet. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was... They have so many ships. Yes. I forget which one's the latest one. And they're also opening up the bookings, Royal Caribbean, that is, for the 2025-2026 Caribbean season. We'll get to that here in just a second. But before we do, let's get to some additional travel news. Corporate travel professionals, which we are, but you so more than I, have rated Delta Airlines, Delta Number one in the annual Business Travel News airline survey for the 13th year in a row. Would you agree with that? I would agree. I think Delta One has
2: the best technology. Their app. Yeah, their app is good. Everything that Delta does to make traveling easier through technology is by far the best. They have the best customer service, I believe. Airlines sometimes do struggle with customer service, answering phones. Delta does sometimes too, but I think they do the best when compared to their competitors.
0: Who's number two? Not according to this survey. I'm just asking, in your opinion, who is number two? Delta one, then who's your second choice? I would say Alaska Airlines would be next. You know what? That was my
2: experience. Traditionally Southwest has been there, but after their meltdown of last year, they've had all sorts of problems and you know, we kind of talked about that last week that they just didn't keep their technology up to par. You know, they're really working to bring that back, but Southwest has been there and you know, after that it's probably a fight between American and United and then mm-hmm. all of the discount carriers. JetBlue used to be up there
0: the last few months on customer service issues. COVID did do something. If you're a business owner, COVID really did kind of wipe out the workforce. Yeah, it did. It
2: changed travel too. You know, there's a lot of different ways people travel. It changed where people
0: go. Just very interesting to see how it's all shaken out after COVID. Let's get to the Just Cruising portion of this particular segment where we only talk about cruising. Let's talk about Royal Caribbean releasing their entertainment lineup above the Icon of the Seas. And also their bookings for the 2025-2026 Caribbean season.
2: I think this is an interesting topic to me, the entertainment on board cruise ships. Because cruise lines always keep trying to top one another. With Norwegian, for instance, they have go-kart on some of their cruise ships. Royal Caribbean, I think, has always done a great job with entertainment. I'm excited to actually see a few of these things that they've announced. The thing I'm looking most forward to is a show they called Aqua Action. It's in their aquadome. So they have part on the ship where they have divers. This Aqua Action is trying to bring together their synchronized swimmers, their divers. They have skateboarders, aerialists, which include robots doubling as diving boards (laughs) and other, you know, they... So it's bringing technology into that and trying to blur the lines between a live action movie and a theatrical performance. Oh man,
0: that should be interesting to see. So
2: I'm interested to see how that turns out. Everything I've seen so far, it looks pretty amazing.
0: (laughs) Get rid of the real divers and start throwing robots
2: up there. there. (laughs) So, and then they have, you know, Royal Caribbean has always had some type of Broadway show or some type of major theatrical production on this ship. It's going to be Wizard of Oz. Another thing they have that I think is pretty interesting is uh, Once Upon a Time, King's Royal Ball, uh, which is kind of more for kids, but it brings together fairy tale characters,
0: and they have new twists on you know some of these characters. Let's also talk about the bookings for 2025-2026. While we were at the break, I want you to share the conversation we had why Royal Caribbean, why they open up all of their sailings so soon. And we talked about this a little bit last
2: week with Hurtigruten Expeditions opening up so far in advance with some of their expedition really unique cruises. But cruise lines are starting to open up their space earlier and earlier. You know, so in this case, it's Royal Caribbean opening up for cruises in 2025 and 2026, which is pretty far out. Yeah. A lot of cruises have switched to the model of your best prices are going to be when the cruises first come out. So they are trying to entice people to book early. A few years back, a lot of people just waited for last-minute cruise deals and booked last-minute cruise deals. Now, while there still are some last-minute cruise deals and there's some ways that cruise lines have found a way around this, generally your best fares are going to be right when they open the schedule and then they're only going to go up from there and in kind of the main cruise line so your Norwegian princess they are trying to reward their loyal customers by releasing early and having those lowest rates at the beginning of the booking process yeah rather than at the very end rather than at the very end I've been in with several cruise lines executives where they said, you know, we felt it was punitive to our loyal customers who either book a cruise on board or book right when things come out, only to find six months before the cruise that's $200 less. Cruise lines have really tried lately, you know, as of the last five years, Norwegian was the first to announce this. Princess just barely announced a similar program a few weeks ago to really give those Best prices at the beginning. That's just a
0: good business move.
2: Yeah. Now, like I did say, they have found a way around this. You know, we talked about those bare bones rates that don't include anything. That's kind of where they play around with some of those last minute. If they need to fill a ship, they'll adjust those. But if you're going with just the regular cruise rates, your best rates are going to be right when the schedules are announced.
0: So it's a good idea that if you like cruising, just get on their lists. So I'm on the, uh, the NCL, the Norwegian list. Mm-hmm. Two or three weeks ago, they said, hey, here comes a new boat Book now. Here are the dates. Yeah. And the rates were amazing. And the promotions, kids fly free, free Wi-Fi, drinks, everything yeah they really trying to entice people to book at the beginning of that cycle we'll take a break here when we come back we want to talk about the four trending destinations worldwide right now and i just thought this story was interesting i want to get your take on this i've given you no prep on this american airlines is reminding flight attendants not to take too much care of the coach passengers
2: Yes, that's an interesting headline.
0: <laughs> We've got that, and then we'll give you the AAA uh, tips to prevent vehicle issues since not everyone flies. That is next when the Inside Travel Talk podcast and radio show with Mark
1: Faldmo and Patrick Wiscom continues. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Inside Travel Talk podcast and radio show with Patrick Wiscom and Mark Faldmo. Call or text the show now, 801-649-3700. That's 801-649-3700. And check out the podcast at InsideTravelTalk.com. We'll be right back.
0: inside travel talk podcast and radio show contains travel deals promotions and offers that may be time sensitive all offers and information were accurate when the show aired travel deals and offers change constantly and are capacity controlled and subject to change without notice
1: This is the Inside Travel Talk podcast and radio show. Call or text the show right now. 801-649-3700. 801-649-3700. And now, here are your hosts, Patrick Wiscom and Mark Faultnall. Thank you so much. <laughs> what
2: did I hit? Ha <laughs> ha!
0: <laughs> <laughs> wrong button that was the wrong one welcome back to the Inside Travel Talk podcast and radio show I'm not on Helium I'm Patrick Wiscom he is Mark Faldmo coming up in this segment got a couple of travel news items which I thought were funny I think the headline was a little eh, a little misleading yeah. but you can explain it got some triple A. Tips, because not everyone is going to fly to their destination, you know, for uh, Christmas. And we've got the four trending destinations worldwide right now. One of them is one of your favorite places. It is, where I just returned from. I'm excited to go there. It will be fun. Let's get to the uh, travel headline first. American Airlines reminds flight attendants not to take too much care of coach passengers. Little, it's a misleading headline. For sure. And let me guess, you probably stay tuned just for that headline <laughs> in the previous segment going, what kind of story is that? Yeah,
2: Well, it's interesting because it mainly was don't give amenities for different cabin types to other passengers. For instance, one was when first class there's blankets and pillows, flight attendants were giving blankets and pillows to people in coach class. There's not enough. And then people were getting mad. And so they're just reminding them, make sure you give the amenities for that cabin, you know, first class premium mm-hmm. economy, make sure they're getting what they paid for. Basically. Yeah. Don't overdo so, it. Yeah. Don't overdo it.
0: <laughs> AAA A released the tips to prevent vehicle issues as you're going to and from grandma's house during Christmas. Check your tires. Now, this is when I start sounding like a dad, check your tires. I've done this to Nathan several times. Check your tires. I've done this to Brandon, too. Check your battery. Listen and feel the brakes. Do you have pulsing in the brakes? I have that in the van right now. Not good. Yeah. Replace the wiper blades. Refill the windshield cleaner. That's the one that always gets me. I'm terrible at that one. Check your engine oil, other fluids. Just check your emergency kit just in case you get stranded on the side of the road. Yeah. Okay. All right. There. That's good. I always like a good road trip, so. I do too. Good tips to live by.
2: Do you take good care of your car? Yeah, I do. My current car has <laughs> 350,000 miles, so to <laughs> last that long, probably have to take at least decent care of it.
0: Well, that would absolutely suggest that you've taken care of it. It's not the years, it's the mileage, literally, yeah. in this case. <laughs> I guess it's the years and the mileage. Yes. All right, let's get to the four trending destinations worldwide right now. Let's go to, I'm going to say the Mediterranean. That is one of the destinations on this
2: list. You know, one thing that's interesting in the travel industry is we're still being judged off of our 2019 numbers. Cause, what? Because no one has made it back to pre-pandemic levels. Oh. Except for a few destinations. Oh, really? Okay. You know, so. That makes sense. Uh, so these are the top four that have had the biggest increase compared to 2019. So you were right in saying the Mediterranean. It's actually the country of Greece.
0: Yeah, you love Greece. I do enjoy Greece. What was that story when you were overlooking... Was that in Greece when you were having cheese and... Coke or something? Olives and Coke. Olives and Coke.
2: Yep. Yep. So yeah, that was in Santorini, Greece.
0: That's a great story. We
2: happened to be there when there were five cruise ships in port. We went to a little town of, never can pronounce it, it's O-A-I, Oya, and there were so many people there. We just went to a rooftop cafe, ate olives, and drank Coke all day, and it was a wonderful day to people watch and a great view. It was the view that got me, but I could just see you popping olives (laughs) yeah. <laughs> and drinking Coke. Well, ever since it. then, we go to the store and buy those fancy olives. We Do, get different
0: fancy olives and eat them. We love olives yeah. since that experience. I've never heard of people just snacking on olives uh, other than black olives. You know, maybe at Thanksgiving. I
2: actually found one that I really like. It's a green olive that is soaked in orange juice and garlic. And it is Ooh. really good. It has a really good flavor. Well, to I want to try that one. <laughs> Greece, we'll just say from 2019, that is up 3% on that. And so great beaches, an interesting culture. That is why it's up. Great olives. Yeah, great olives. The next destination that is up is where I just returned from, mm-hmm. the country of Mexico. So Mexico compared to 2019 is up 5%. I guess Greece and Mexico, kind of similar in that all the Europeans, Greece was the first com- country to open after covid All the Europeans went there. Mexico was the first country to open. All the North Americans went there. Oh, I didn't know that. And so they are, you know, seeing kind of a boom from that to being the first kind of first destinations to open during the pandemic. Good. Credit to them. This was one that I thought was interesting on the list. It is Colombia. Okay. And we talked about that in our Panama Canal segment. That was one of the stops. It's also similar to Mexico, seen a 5% increase from their uh, 2019 levels.
0: Just to recap that while we're there, that, that was the Panama Canal Cruise on Norwegian, sails on April 1st for 18 days from, where was it again? Miami to Seattle. Oh, right. Miami yeah. to Seattle, fifteen fifty nine for a balcony. Yep. Just to recap that. Yep. Plus taxes and
2: fees. And yes. Again, that Columbia, Cartagena was one of the stops. And I absolutely enjoyed Cartagena when I was there. Colorful buildings, Friendly people, narrow streets, uh, narrow streets, wow. a lot of history there. Unfortunately, I've only been there on a cruise stop, so just for a few hours. And I'd like to go
0: back and spend more time in Colombia. It it's, it seems like a fascinating country to visit. Every time I think of Colombia, you ever watched the uh, TV show? It's off the air now, but uh, Modern Family. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gloria Bridget. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jay! So, Jay! Yep. <laughs>
0: Number one, the oh, number, number
2: one destination is Dominican Republic. This year has seen a 14% increase. That's like three times the next closest destination in travelers. That's because it is one of the most affordable countries in the Caribbean.
0: And great rice and beans. Yes.
2: So and great beaches, mm-hmm. you know, some of the best beaches in the Caribbean are, I think, are in the Dominican Republic. There are great resorts there. A lot of all-inclusive options. just makes for a really good uh, vacation spot. And I guess just to give an example of how affordable it is, this probably, this may not be the price right now, because this was a few weeks ago. Just looking for someone going to Dominican Republic and the airfare from Salt Lake City was $425. Really? We were looking at other destinations at that same time. Cancun was about $600 and Puerto Vallarta was in that 600 650 range so 400 to dr 400 to dr was pretty good they were getting the comfort plus seats for less than a coach seat to the other destinations
0: best rice and beans platanos are you a platanos guy yes love them yes when we go to uh the MSC in February, I, what is it, February 11, I think is what it was. In there, yeah. One of the uh, people that I know that's from Dominican Republic, we are going to connect with her. I haven't seen her for like 30 years. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, uh, Elizabeth, can I have some uh, rice and beans and platanos? She goes, oh, yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just going to be fun. Yeah. So those are the All right. top
2: Re- four destinations this Recap year again. based on past travel. So Greece. Greece. Mexico, Mm -hmm. Colombia,
0: and Dominican Republic. We're going to take a break here. Last segment coming up. Mark, I'm, I'm going to put you on notice right now. Start gathering your thoughts for this break. Cancun, I want to talk about where you stayed in Hawaii briefly. I really want to focus on Cancun and where you stayed. That's next. When the Inside Travel Talk podcast and radio show... Continues. Thank you so much for being part of the show. We will be back. Give us about two minutes.
1: They've literally traveled millions of miles to answer your travel-related questions. Yeah, they really have. You're listening to the Inside Travel Talk podcast and radio show. Patrick and Mark will be back after these messages. Help you plan and book your next vacation. Yeah, really. You're listening to the Inside Travel Talk podcast and radio show. Call or text the show now, 801 649 3700. 801 649 3700. And now, here's Patrick Wiscombe and Mark Faldmo. Final segment
0: of the Inside Travel Talk podcast and radio show. This hour, I say this every week, this hour goes so fast. Thank you for allowing us to be part of your Saturday or whenever you've downloaded the podcast. Just as a reminder, please subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review if you would so we show up on all of the uh, the radar of all of the uh, podcast apps that were a good podcast. Five-star reviews. Four and five stars. Yep. <laughs> now I just feel like I'm groveling for <laughs> for <laughs> reviews right now. Coming up in this segment of the show, we're going to talk about Cancun, where Mark stayed. He's just back. Little jet lagged. I know that you're probably happy to have this, the final segment, over. Yes. I know you love doing this, but I, I can tell you're, you're tired today. Getting ready for bed. <laughs> or a nap, anyway. <laughs> yeah. I just want to touch briefly cuz uh, you were there what uh last week? Yeah, last week. Last week. In Hawaii, Oahu, you're on the North Shore. You stayed at the courtyard? Court, yeah, courtyard by Marriott on the North Shore. Correct. Yep. How was it? It was a great experience.
2: I love that location. It's right, you know, basically in the parking lot
0: of the Polynesian Cultural Center. Oh, you're on the east side. I thought yeah. it was more north than that. That's the North Shore.
2: Oh, it but is? it is on
0: the North Shore. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: One of my favorite locations that also, for sentimental reasons, that's kind of where my travel business started Mm. Um, my family being third generation it's where my grandmother went to help build the uh, college the byu hawaii Uh, my grandfather did and my grandma didn't want to come back so she (laughs) took a group of people back to the grand opening of the polynesian cultural center and by word of mouth she started taking tours back and it became a travel business and that's why i'm third generation
0: so that's where it started yeah i've never heard
2: that story so i i love that area And, you know, right there you have the Lau Marketplace, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a shops and food truck area, um, which is part of the Polynesian Cultural Center, but it's outside of the admission areas. So you can go there for breakfast, lunch, and dinner on most days. Nothing like a good food truck, especially
0: in Hawaii. You also returned from Cancun. And let's talk about where you stayed there. How many days were you there and where did you stay? I'm going to assume El Dorado was one of them. Yes, so I was there for three days, as for a meeting.
2: So I stayed at the El Dorado Royale. That place is cool. It is genuinely I, cool. I love El Dorado properties. The El Dorado Royale is one of the larger properties that they have, but they have properties for all different sizes. But it's still, even though it's one of their largest, it's still small by most hotels in Cancun standards. Really? You know, I like it. Because it's not loud like a lot of other places. They really specialize in weddings, honeymoons, anniversaries, kind of romantic getaways is really what their target market is. And they do a good job at that. That's where Heather and I went on our honeymoon. Oh, I didn't know that. And we've gone back every year since to an El Dorado resort. We've now done that 12 times. (laughs) Hopefully Heather's not. It's right about there 12 times. So I'll text her right now. Yeah. I think... Especially if you're looking for an anniversary, honeymoon, romantic getaway, or something that is just laid back, Eldorados are a perfect option for that. Is
0: that the swim up pool? Company? They
2: do have a few hotels with swim up pool options. Which the, one is it? The El Dorado Seaside Suite. That's is what one it was. that has the all. Sw- every room has a swim up. Oh uh, yeah. At El Dorado Royale, it is a category. Okay. All right. So. So not, that, that er, not, cool. not every room. The bulk of the rooms aren't small at El Dorado Royale.
0: I'm excited to go to Cancun. One more thing before we go. I wanted to talk about this news story about gate-checked baggage. So if you've ever gone to the airport and you hear that overhead announcement, we are now asking for volunteers to check their bags under the plane instead of taking them on. You've got an interesting insight on this. I think this was... an.
2: Interesting news story from a few weeks ago, because there's been a lot of complaints where people have been asked or forced to check their bags. Forced. By the gate agent. Yeah, why is that? Well, the reason is, and this is something new that I learned in this, is that the gate agent is judged and ultimately responsible for the on-time departure of the flight. If they have too many flights that leave late, they... I don't know what they get docked. They It goes on their permanent record. Something. I don't know <laughs> what happens, but they're judged by the flights they're managing getting out on time. If so a passenger gets on the flight and there's no overhead bins, it takes time to get that luggage to the front. They have to take it down, get it underneath. And so this has been a major complaint where people have been asked to check bags. They Even though on. they specifically have a carry on so they don't have to check bags, correct? Yeah. And you know, that once they get on the plane after they've checked their bags, there's plenty of overhead bins. Wow. So I just think that's interesting that It's the gate agent's responsibility, and it seems like the gate agents can communicate with the flight attendants on board. They can get an idea of that, start getting people to check their bags, but apparently for a lot of airlines that doesn't happen. Wow. So the gate agent is just taking it on themselves to check the bags so the flight goes out on time.
0: So those one to two people are responsible and can be docked or demoted, or I, I'm not sure what the right term is, if they don't do it right, so Correct. to speak. Yep. If they
2: have too many flights that leave late. This article said they're even docked if the plane is delayed for a mechanical reason or a weather reason, which oh, is out of their control. Yeah, but Ultimately, oh. the gate agent is in control of that, according to this article. Be interesting. We should get someone that works for an airline on and see if that's actually the case. Do we know anybody off the I top of our a... somebody? Okay. So. Well,
0: I would, I want to, I want to hear that. Yes. I, I want to hear what their experience is. Is that one of those things that we have to get cleared through PR and we probably do, but this person is PR for an airline. So. You know what? Oh, okay. Well, th- <laughs> so. th- then we're probably okay, but we yes. could do this. We could disguise their voice.
1: Oh, uh, thanks for coming on.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We could do that. Yes. So we could just say, we've got Joe Schmo uh, coming on to talk about this.
1: Yes, please talk to us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Inside Travel Talk podcast and radio show. As I mentioned at the beginning of the segment, please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Share whatever segments. Share whatever shows you want with uh, with your friends and family. Subscribe. We're, on, we're everywhere you get your podcasts. Have a terrific week. Thank you for inviting us into your ears this week. We'll talk to you next Saturday.
1: That's it. That's the end of the show. You've been listening to the Inside Travel Talk podcast and radio show with Patrick Wiscombe and Mark Faldmo. presented by BluePlanetVacations.com book your adventure right now. Call 888-718-7717. That's 888-718-7717. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.